Sam Rossiano and Michael Lucas. Which one do you prefer? I'll tell you which one you prefer. The one I prefer. This is Emsolation. The night before my wedding, I walked in and there was Em and Adrian. What was going on? I am openly whoring stuff and you guys will applaud it. There are these weird parallels at times with you and Trump. There's a whore in the house. You're in Emsolation. So, Chris, um, we all know you're circumcised. Tell us more. Oh, hey, welcome to the first Dilemma Doctors. It's exactly like Dolly Doctor. But, you know, less like, why is my left boob bigger than my right? Why does it smell down there? You know, and more, hey, Em and Michael, the way my husband chews is annoying me. Should I tell him? <laughs> now, you know, if I'm starting a new segment, an epic theme song is required. And I think you'll agree what you're about to hear is... Look, I'm just going to say the best theme song you've ever heard ever. It will be stuck in your head all night and all day. But before I play it for you, I want to remind you, if you want your dilemma to feature on Dilemma Doctors, you need to email it to hello at mrussiano.com. But it is time now, without further ado, to introduce to you the theme song for Dilemma Doctors. This is exciting, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> oh, look, it's thrilling. Finally. Mm-hmm. Our advice unleashed to the world. <laughs> extremely unqualified advice. No, that's not true. Your advice will be helpful. Mine may make things worse. And that's the fun roller coaster of the Dilemma Doctors because that's what we are. Dilemma. Do- you're very good at solving problems because you're so pragmatic. Really? Okay. Well, that's good. But that's- don't you feel like that's your primary purpose in my life? To help solve your problems. It's more, I would do, is it so much solving problems or or just gently leading someone back from the ledge? (laughs) (laughs) But I was thinking about it when I was laughing. I don't think I've ever helped you with a dilemma. I don't think you have them. I can't recall the last time you've called me and said, I'm not sure what to do about this. Oh, Career ones for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have helped you with career where I've said, no, you're too good for that job. Tell them Don't to fuck do off. Don't do it. You know you won't <laughs> like it. You know it. Yeah, you've been good. You've been good like that. Okay. All right. That's good to know. Well, today's dilemma comes from James. He is a patron, actually, of the podcast. So we love him. And here's James's question <clears throat> his dilemma. Here we go. I have a question for you and Michael to solve at your earliest convenience. You said the more petty it is, the better. So that got me excited, obviously, because if it's petty, we can go off. Yeah, we don't feel like someone's life is in the balance, which is an important thing. (laughs) James goes on to say, to keep it short, my partner and I have been together three years and every year without fail, he gives me shitty presents. I mean, already. So involved in this. <laughs> same, same. I love him, but he is just pathetic at gift giving. For my birthday last year, he gave me a $100 JB Hi-Fi voucher. Don't get me wrong, I love a good rummage through the CDs and DVDs at JB, but it wasn't personal. My dilemma here is I'm about to turn 30 in isolation and I would like to not be disappointed by his present this year. Do you have any tricks or tips to making sure I won't feel the disappointment again? Surely 
being without loved ones is enough punishment, regards James. <laughs> well, you've come to the right place because you are speaking to two people who take gift giving very seriously. <laughs> almost unhealthily seriously. <laughs> There's almost like a slight competitive, like we, we are not afraid every Christmas. Christmas is the main one because, yeah. because yeah. obviously your birthday, you can't compare what each other's given to each other. And we will actually call it who did better. And typically it is M, although I do want to say I had a breakthrough last Christmas. I think I was just like, yeah. you gave me luggage, which was brilliant. And absolutely. I mean, we didn't know the pandemic was coming, but it would have been, would have been oh, really well used. Now I think about it. That was a terrible gift. Well, we were going away to Palm Springs. It was going to be good. Yeah. But then I got you the LED <laughs> rainbow oh. cape. <laughs> and the Elsa figurine That's right. with yeah. ice unicorn. I was pretty happy. I thought I had the edge this year and you did. <laughs> you, did. You, did you acknowledged it with with a, just a, grav- a, a head nod of gravity. Yep, this year <laughs> you got in front. <laughs> well, I, as someone who is an Olympic gift giver, am married to a shitty gift giver. Scott, one year, gave me... Um, four white church candles, so they didn't smell. They were just like altar candles wrapped in newspaper. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I think what's offensive about that is there's a scrap of he knows something <laughs> that you like in this world. Like he's vaguely <laughs> aware of, gee, there's a lot of candles around. I think she likes them. <laughs> but then the lack of any rigour beyond that. What is the most offensive about Scott being shit at gifts is I have so many themes. I have so many tangents attached to me. Oh, totally. Owls, RuPaul's Drag Race, John Farnham, anything with sequins on it, scented candles, makeup. You're an enthusiast for so many different things in this world. There really is no excuse. Thank you. Thank you. So I felt this in my soul. Is Adrian a good gift giver? He is. I would say that we are pretty much neck and neck, but we also have quite a, we we like to give each other sort of experiences like tickets to something or book a holiday because our house is already filled with shit. So we don't really want things so much as. It's not filled with shit. It is, it is minimalist. (laughs) Look in the garage. It's pretty bad. (laughs) He had a bit of an ill fate. He bought me tickets to Frozen in Sydney, which alas, of course, has not come to pass. I bought no. him, and as I bought you tickets for your birthday, um, uh, to Lady Gaga, the jazz mm. show, that was a brilliant present. Oh, such a good present that we will not realise. But sadly. we do, we've got a bit of an issue in that on both sides, we have an Olympic gift giver in that he, there's always you sitting there who will always, you know, does the advanced planning, spends big, <laughs> puts in the legwork and gets an yep. amazing gift. And then on his side, he's got a friend, Jason, who oh. he'll start He'll start two years in advance. Adrian's next yes. birthday is 40 and I, don't, I dare not dream how long Jason has been planning. <laughs> I love Jason. He is the most organised human. He'll have a Zoom dinner party with you guys and send the menu in advance. Oh, 100%. 100%. And <laughs> a 40th, I, I mean, I, do, I can't remember what he got, Adrian, for his 30th. I do remember our wedding present was amazing. It was it was a, it was a Michelle and Barack Obama print that had couple goals. <gasps> I mean, it was just oh. perfect. <laughs> anyway, so that I think it helps us to know yes. that, like you know, we're swimming in the water, but we know there are two sharks and there's water. Jason and M <laughs> in gift giving, and it's survival. So, so this is important for James to know. Um, James is like, yeah, bitches, get to my. Freaking dilemma. <laughs> this is we're just setting we're just setting the laying the foundations. Just so you know, I just don't understand why it's so hard for Scott to just. I like. I, I go out of my way to say, oh, I really love that. I like that. Like, write it down. Just make a note. I mean, he's lucky he's got his daughters now because the girls know. 
The girls know exactly how to make me happy on my birthday and on Mother's Day. They know it needs to be themed and effort, breakfast, fresh flowers, the whole bit. They get it. So he's lucky now. He's got a support system. He's got a pit crew. They're good. All right. So James wants to know how he can ensure that his 30th in isolation isn't a JB Hi-Fi voucher. Mm. Now, Dilemma Dr. Michael, Yeah, what do you advise? I instantly went to... I think we're going to need to bring in a third party in, in, in a very sort of careful way. So my suggestion would be, I, I don't think it's something that you can bring up face-to-face. Like you can't really, like there's no way you well, can say this blatantly. Okay, well, the, this is my, okay, here we go. You're going to get that approach clearly. My approach would be find a friend of yours who is mm-hmm. also mutual friends with your partner and and like get them to like ring your partner and say, oh, I just wanted to check in with what you, you're doing because we're planning a group thing. What are we, we're like, you know, we're, obviously we wanted to be really special. Um, you know, uh, do you, I mean, I'm presuming you don't want to go in in our group, but we're get, like just to sort of see the sense of importance and the sense of get the, get him thinking in advance in the lead up to it. Mm. So I mm. would cunningly, I'd send in a spy basically. I'd send in a spy to ring mm. him and start like, making plans together because frankly I mean I have had people contact me about Adrian's 40th and it has my original plan is impossible now because it involved travel and Mm. so it's I in my experience it's good to know there's someone out there that is that is plotting and planning so that's what I would do I'd wheel in the third party I'd sit him down and have a frank discussion And this is why you and I work. Um, Michael would like to preserve your partner's uh, dignity and like to preserve, uh, you know, your relationship. But I feel like this is a very important conversation because you don't want to be 20 years down the track as I am still having to endure hand cream for every gift. So um, I think it's important that you sit down, James, with your partner and you say to him, these are the things I would like for my 30th birthday. Make it very easy for him. Make it foolproof. Write the list. I would like this, this and this. What I have explained to Scott, and he has gotten better since, is that for me, and I've said it before on this podcast, I like acts of service. I would prefer <laughs> I would prefer to wake up to a stunningly clean house, fresh flowers and some coffee brewing instead of a, a shit bottle of room perfume. So for me, it's the idea that someone has thought about you as a human and then taken themselves out of it and thought about all the things that light you up. And I think that's an important relationship conversation, Michael. Otherwise, you keep allowing this person to think that it's okay to just put in half an ass when you deserve full ass. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I get what you mean. I guess it depends. Like, what? Like, what are the chances of the partner stepping up if they're if if the correct motivation is waved in front of their faces? Is it beyond <laughs> that? I mean, I'd like to think that there would be a step that you could take before you, you do the eyeballing. <laughs> <laughs> no, not in ISO. There's no hiding in ISO. Do you know what I mean? I just think now's the time to sit down and go, Joel. Let's talk about your efforts or lack thereof in the gift giving department. I advise you, James, to confront the issue head on in a lovely way, in a way that just says, hey, I want you to succeed with me. (laughs) (laughs) I want you to win the rose in the end. (laughs) But let me tell you, you're not doing well in this competition. (laughs) Do you know know what, though? When I hear you say your suggestion, Mm. it is so you. It's so thoughtful and preserving of everyone's feelings. It is 
<laughs> it's the clever writerly way. It's the scholarly way. It's what Ruth would have done. Ruth Bader Ginsburg would have done that. It's also the optimistic way. I mean, it might not work. There's a strong chance you're... It's lovely. But then again, I guess my fear with your one would be that, I don't know... Now, you're sending the canary down the mine, so to speak. My canary's been put down. You... (laughs) You've got a dead canary and you're throwing it at their face, (laughs) saying, wake up. (laughs) Is there a middle ground between the two approaches? Maybe there is. Who's to say? But, James, you pick which of the dilemma. And I can tell you moving forward with this uh, little mini Friday situation, I can guarantee and forecast this is going to be the situation every time. (laughs) Michael's going to have a very gentle, soft, loving approach and I'll be the velvet sledgehammer. And you can pick. If you wanted it to be more, like even if you (laughs) did want to sit down conversation, I would still advocate. Tell me. How would you script it? How would you script it? But I would still do the preserving feelings way. I'd start talking about I want to do something for my 30th. I want it to be really good. I mean, it's been a tough year. I want, you know, and start setting that conversation in the hope that you might lead that horse to water and and eventually watch a drink. Oh, (laughs) God, no, the horse will drown. I just feel like. You say a blank face to face. Yes. What, what if they were like, they just look at you and go, are you sitting here literally telling me I need to like yes, spend I am. on you? And it's okay. I still love you. You have many other positive attributes. You've got a lovely bottom. You make a delicious coffee, but you're shit at gift giving. And we, I want to help you improve. Like, and I'm open to, oh, I'm open to suggestions on how I can prove, improve. Obviously, <laughs> there won't be any suggestions, but let them know. Can I just say, if you, you came up to me and said, <laughs> and started a conversation by, I want you to give me a suggestion for what I could do better, I would know something's coming. Something's coming, something big, and it's something that I've done. What the hell? This is going to boomerang round on me so quickly. <laughs> How dare you know me so well? Well, James, we hope that solved your dilemma. We look forward to hearing what you get for your 30th. Happy 30th, by the way. Amazing. And if you would like that kind of expert advice applied to your dilemma, please email hello at mrussiano.com mm. and um, we'll of endeavor course, to Of course, the other thing it. you could do is just anonymously send him this podcast. Just see. <laughs> oh, because we didn't say last names. No, did not. Although Who I feel knows? like a JB Hi-Fi voucher oh, yeah, it away. pretty incriminating, isn't it? <laughs> That's okay. It's fine. It's good. It's good. Um, All right. Well, uh, that was good. Let's do this again next week. Let's. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye.